Bees Radio Network. Live coverage of Bees Home Games. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode six of the Bees Radio Network podcast. I am flying solo this week. It was uh, my turn earlier in the season to be ill. And this week, it now appears to be Graham's turn. So we wish him well. He will uh, hopefully be back for the home game on Sunday. We start by taking a look at the uh, Bees' performances from last weekend, opening the season proper on home ice with a fantastic win over the Peterborough Phantoms, a team that um, almost swept the board last season. Almost. Uh, as we mentioned, Graham and I, when we previewed the teams, the Peterborough Phantoms really, you would say, should have won last season's Britain Conference. It was theirs at Christmas, and it just got away from them. And going into the final at Coventry on Sunday, I had them and Graham had them as favourites to beat Hull, and it just wasn't to be. But Slava Kulikov has shown a loyalty to his players and retained basically all of the team. It was, you know, a brilliant effort on behalf of the Phantoms coach to be able to keep together such a successful team. But on home ice, despite the Phantoms getting two goals ahead, it was a win on the night for the Bees. A fantastic win, uh, a 5-4 win in uh, late on in the game with some great teamwork and not only that, great character as well to show that sort of character to show how much you can come back from being two goals down and go on and win against a team that has been tipped as contenders. That's great character. On Sunday, to get to 40 minutes, nil-nil in Peterborough, no team is going to go there and come away with an easy win this year. To get to nil-nil on Sunday with such a short bench, we can't forget that Robin Kovar didn't play. Uh, we were without Vanya Antonov on Sunday as well. To go there and to have such a uh, difficult, difficult two periods, but to keep it at nil-nil, great effort, penalty trouble in the third period, and the Phantoms capitalised. That's the thing. The Phantoms are always dangerous, and when the Bees hit penalty trouble, the Phantoms capitalise. And to be fair, 3-0 is uh, what's going to be recorded on the, uh, on the record books for that game. But I think 3-0 is a little bit unfair on the Bees in what is a close, well-thought-out game. Uh, probably 3-0 flatters the Phantoms, but that's the result. A uh, a one-on-one weekend to open the season for the Bees. And as Doug Shepard said in the weekend review, yes, good start to the league. Exciting league, fast-paced, high-skilled and everything like that. And we learned what we have to work on. So we will see uh, the results of that week in practice this weekend when the TSI World Bragnall Bees return to home ice on Sunday. Before that, though, they will be on the road on Saturday night at Basingstoke when they take on the Bison in a 6.30 face-off. And then on Sunday, it will be the Leeds Chiefs making their first visit to the Hive as a brand new team. Now, we've looked at the teams around the south. We've already done that. Now it's time to take a look at the teams up in the north. And um, we're going to see one of them this weekend, the Leeds Chiefs. So that's where we'll start. Starting a brand new team is never easy. A lot of successful teams in ice hockey are built around an established nucleus. Here in Bracknell, we have that established nucleus. And you'll see successful teams. The Peterborough Phantoms, there have been very, very few 
changes. The Swindon Wildcats have an established nucleus. As you bring in new players, that nucleus welcomes them in and kind of drags them in to be a part of that team. And that's how it works. As a brand new team, you don't have that. You literally start from scratch. Sam Zajac is the player coach of the Leeds Chiefs. And then he has the task of signing a, well, signing a list of players and turning that list of players into a team. That's going to be the biggest challenge for the Leeds Chief. There's no shortage of quality in their roster. But the thing is, for Sam Zajac, he has to bring together that group of individuals and bind them into a team. And that will be one of the biggest challenges facing the Leeds Chief this season. Looking after the Nets will be Sam Gospel. He has been around a long while now, and uh, longer-term Bees fans will recognise the name, certainly Sam Gospel. Started out in Nottingham, played for the Lions for a long time, before then playing four seasons with Telford in the EPL and getting guest appearances with the Nottingham Panthers in the Elite League. Back at Telford last season in the NHL 1 Northern Conference, this season he will be in the National League and he will be backstopping the Chiefs. So there's no shortage of quality in the starting goaltender. When you then look at some of the other names on the roster, you've got Luke Boothroyd, you've got Steve Duncan, well-known, experienced names from the EPL days. These guys are now going to be lining up, and um, they will be lining up alongside players like Lewis Baldwin, Tyler Nixon, Bobby Streetley, who are starting their careers now they're at the uh the the novice end of the career scale and it'll be up to those senior players luke boothroyd steve duncan steve duncan has been around forever so has luke boothroyd former manchester phoenix captain steve duncan a stalwart at sheffield for many 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 years it's up to them now to set an example zajac will be lining up alongside them as well in uh, defense and it's up to those three senior guys, Luke Boothroyd, Steve Duncan and Sam Zajac to provide a path and an inspiration for the younger players to get their way up and into this national conference. We've seen on weekend one, it's going to be a great league this year. It really is. And it's a great time for these young talents, Baldwin, Nixon, Streetly, to make a name for themselves. Up front. No shortage again of quality. You've got James Archer, uh, again, a stalwart of the Manchester Phoenix before playing for the Peterborough Phantoms and playing for Hull, who we'll be speaking about in a moment. Richard Bentham has played for numerous teams over the 13 years of his professional career. And you've got Joe Coulter as well, who's been very, very impressive over the last few years with the Solway Sharks. There's no shortage of quality in Leeds. It's just how much Sam Zajac can do and how quick he can bind them together into a team. You've got Andre's Kopstals and you've got Radak Meadle as well. Uh, they've got all the bases covered, haven't they? So for the uh, Leeds Chiefs, it's going to be a bit of a learning experience. A group of players have now come together, or a group of individuals have now come together they have to learn Zajac's coaching methods. They have to learn Zajac's systems and tactics, and they have to learn playing with each other. You'll notice in the best teams that players anticipate. 
And that only comes by playing with each other for a while. You get to anticipate where your your defensive partner, your upfront line mate, you get to anticipate where they'll be and you get the puck to where they're going to be rather than where they are because you never stand still in ice hockey. You're always moving. Those are the things that will come with time for Leeds and it's just a case of how much time. But you can see, looking down their team list for this year, they're going to be a challenge once they get that team gelled. Now let's take a look at the Hull Pirates. They were the Coventry winners last year, the final four, drawn against the Peterborough Phantoms in the final game on the Sunday. And before the game, both Graham and I went on record and said it wasn't a case of would the Phantoms win. It was a case of by how many would the Phantoms win. And we were wrong. The Pirates set out to prove that they could win. They believed they could win. And they made it happen. They had all the bases covered. They were fast. They were sharp. And they protected their net very well. They defended very, very, very well. They have lost, however, the very, very influential Sonny Carlson. 75 league points last year in 26 league games. 27 goals and 48 assists. In the playoffs, 19 points for Sonny Carlson last year in six playoff games. Seven goals and 12 assists. How do you replace those? That's a big question for the Hull Pirates this year because that is a massive, massive departure from the uh, the Hull Pirates. Instead, in comes Oleg Sislanikovs. He has uh, joined the Pirates this year. And uh, they'll be looking to him, obviously, to fill those big skates left by Sonny Carlson. He's 23, he's Latvian, and uh, he, has, uh, he has some good numbers behind him, some good numbers behind him so far. But um, he's yet to make his mark, obviously, in the UK, being only 23. This is his first year in the UK, and he has a lot to prove this year and go out there and do the business for the Hull Pirates. They will be looking to capitalise on a good season last year in the NHL 1 Northern Conference and at Coventry, but they will need, obviously, somebody to take up the slack that Sonny Carlson uh, and his departure has provided. Now, in net, they have Ashley Smith, young goaltender, who is prone to having a bad game with absolutely no uh, disrespect at all intended to uh, Ashley Smith. He is prone to having a an off game. And sometimes you can get quite a few past him on the wrong night. But again at Coventry, he was protected well by his defence. And he was also, um, he also came up with a massive, massive save towards the end of the game where the Phantoms were looking to equalise. He came up with a huge save. Um, His statistics from last year don't set the world on fire at all. Save percentage doesn't set the world on fire at below 90%. But he has a strong defence in front of him and they will be looking to protect him. There's Jamie Chilcott, the club captain. There's Jonathan Kirk. There's Lee Haywood. There's the experienced Kevin Phillips who brings with him at the age of 33 a wealth of experience from the EPL and the Elite League as well. And that is a good defensive core for the Hull Pirates this year. You've also got up front, you've got Lee Bonner, you've got Bobby Chamberlain now on a two-way with Manchester. 
You've got Maddie Davis. You've got Jordan Fisher, Josh Ghent, Jason Hewitt, the player coach. These are all stalwarts now for the Hull Pirates. They've done the business. They've got the medals. And this is a great team that Hull have put together this year. Sam Towner. Can't forget Sam Towner as well. Um, in amongst those forwards. All of those together formed a lethal combination at Hull last season. We saw in the semi-final that they outskated the Bees. The Bees went in 2-0 up after the opening period, but the Pirates came out and they outskated them. They had younger legs, and we've seen Doug Shepard has made changes here in the roster, bringing in younger legs this year, and uh, the team is looking younger, fitter, sharper, faster. And there's going to be competition from teams like Hull Pirates who aren't afraid to go out there and run, 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 outskate their opponents. The Hull Pirates are definitely contenders for this brand new National League. We saw what they could do at Coventry last year. They are definitely, definitely up there and contending for the league this year. We move on. We take a look now at the Sheffield Steel Dogs, another of the northern teams into the National League this year. And it's been, well, do you know what? It's tough because in Sheffield, you have the Sheffield Steelers and the Sheffield Steel Dogs. It is tough for the Steel Dogs because they are competing against not only the opponents in the National League, but they're also competing against the Sheffield Steelers in Sheffield for the support and attendance. They've had a, an up and down pass. They had a fantastic season under Andre Payet when they had Ben Bounds in net. Andre went for basically a made-in-Sheffield type roster, signing a load of Sheffield juniors. And with Ben Bounds in net, it was basically, you know, we know we're not going to concede many, so we just need to work on scoring enough. They played a tough physical game under Andre Payet, and it was a good year for them. It was a good year. Things then dropped off. Ben Bounds moved up to the Elite League, which was inevitable. A lot of skill in Ben Bounds, and we've seen him prove it time and time again in the Elite League. Things dropped off for the uh, Sheffield Steel Dogs, but they've had a resurgence again now. Uh, things are all going well for the uh, Sheffield Steel Dogs, and they had a successful NIHL 1 Northern Conference last year, and they will be looking to bring that form with them and to, uh, to try and uh, regenerate all of that form and that excitement in the new National League. Ben Morgan is the man in charge, the player coach of the Sheffield Steel Logs, uh, and they've kept in net Dimitri Zamostra, who um, has played quite a while now for the Steel Logs. He was there in the EPL years, and he is a, a 31 now. He's an experienced netminder, and uh, he gets the job done. He gets the job done. He's fast. He's uh, energetic. He will get the job done in between the pipes for the Sheffield Steel Dogs. And it's a great starting place to build out from. In defence, you've got uh, the club captain, Lewis Bell. You've got Ben Morgan himself. You've got Thomas Ralph. Uh, and you've got Tim Smith. All experienced players. You've got young Ye Reese Cochran who's come from Fife. He's um, in with the Steel Dogs now, only 18 years old. You've got Thomas Barry, being around the Steel Dogs for a little while at the age of 22. Uh, and you've got 17-year-old Jordan Griffin. 
Real mix of experience and uh, youth there in that defence. But when you look at the experience, though, Lewis Bell, Ben Morgan, uh, Thomas Rolfe, even at 21, plays way, way above his years. Tim Smith, again, experienced head in defence. That's a good defensive unit looking at the Sheffield Steel Dogs. Up front, you have got, uh, playing for the Steel Dogs, Ashley Calvert. Been around for years now as Ashley Calvert. You've got James Spur, again, been around for years, Sheffield local. Alex Graham is a, uh, a young Sheffield local, very young, just 16 years old. Some, you know, another balance of youth and experience. Uh, you've got uh, Jan Danacek, who's playing from the uh, Czech Republic, 33 years old, experienced. You've got the even more experienced Vladimir Luka at the age of 37, again, from the Czech Republic. So you've got, a, uh, you've got Nathan Salem playing for the uh, Sheffield Steel Dogs. Nathan Salem, who's made his name around this, uh, the ice hockey scene of this country. Um, so it's, you know, there's experience there and there is youth. With that youth will come mistakes, but with that youth will come quick learning and speed as well. So it looks like a good roster this year for the Sheffield Steel Dogs. And they did do well last year. They will be looking to do well again this year. So um, don't discount them. They've got Zimostra in net. They've got a very experienced defence and they've got a good balance of youth and experience up front. Not to be discounted. Let's take a look at the Telford Tigers. Also another northern team that we will be seeing at the Hive this year. We'll start as we have done at the back with the, uh, the goaltending. And in net for the Sheffield Steel Dogs is Brad Day. He spent a long, long, long time at uh, Sheffield, did Brad Day. And now he has a chance to get out there and be a starting goaltender. 25 now, so he's ready for it at the age of 25. If he's ever going to be ready for it, then he's going to be ready for it now. He's played with the Sheffield Steel, Do- uh, Sheffield Steel Dogs and the Sheffield Steelers as well. He's played 2015-16, 2016-17, 2017-18 with the Sheffield Steelers. And he's posted some good numbers, limited ice time, but he has posted some good numbers during those limited ice times that he has had. Uh, 2018-19, last year, he played with the Sheffield Steelers, the Sutton Sting and the uh, Hull Pirates as well. Played 10 appearances for the Hull Pirates last year, putting up a uh, 9-2-2 save percentage in those 10. But he's finally secured himself a starting position now with the uh, Telford Tigers and he'll be looking to secure that starting role in the uh, the National League as well this year. In defence, there are some names that are well-known around the uh, the Telford ice hockey scene. Uh, you will find, like Dan Rose, for example, the uh, the northern one, not the southern one who plays for Slough, the northern one is uh, there. You've also got Oliver Lord, who's uh, just a youngster at the age of 18. Ross Kennedy is another youngster. Corey Goodison, 22. Henry Adams at 17. Uh, Nick Oliver at 22. But let's not forget, at 42, you have got all the years and years and years of experience and leadership from Jonathan Weaver. So whilst that is basically a very young and potentially quite inexperienced defence, you've got it anchored with Jonathan Weaver. Fantastic defenseman, fantastic servant. He has been to ice hockey for a good number of years now. And, you know, 
that is going to boost the defence. It's going to help as well the learning of those youngsters. The 17-year-old Henry Adams, the 18-year-old Oliver Lord, are going to get to train with, learn from and play with Jonathan Weaver. Can't ask for much more than that if you're in defence. Up front for the Tigers, Scott McKenzie. um, Well, he's only 33. Been around a long time. He's only 33. You've got the 41-year-old Rick Plant still going strong, even in his 40s now. Uh, Spent many, many years down south with the Guildford Flames uh, before moving back up north to the Telford Tigers. And he is, uh, as I say, he's in his 40s now, still going strong. You've got Jason Silverthorne, the club captain, back for another year. The Canadian now 40 years old, and he's posting uh, some good numbers as well still in this league. Elsewhere, up front, you've got Adam Taylor, who's 25. You've got James Smith, who's 25. Jack Watkins, who's 26. Then you've got some youngsters. You've got Jed Morland, who's just 18. Daniel Mitchell is 18 as well. Finley Howells is only 16. And then you've got, in the middle, you have got uh, Joseph Aston. You've got Dominic Florian. And you've also got Andrew McKinney as well. There's a name that a lot of people will know. Andrew McKinney has been around for a long while as well. So it is a uh, a very balanced roster for the Telford Tigers between that youth and that experience. Yes, they have got players that are, to be fair, knocking on a little bit. 42, 41 and 40. Uh, despite that, though, the team has an average age of just under 25. So it's a good, well-experienced nucleus that they have with those new younger players all bedding in nicely this season. Those are the northern teams that are going to make up the uh, National League along with the southern teams that we have already looked at. And as we've already seen now with the Peterborough Phantoms weekend, okay, we saw a couple of good weekends of preseason against Swindon and against the Raiders. We saw a couple of good weekends, but nothing quite compares, does it, to getting the season underway. And the speed, the skill, the excitement of this National League is great. There's a lot to look forward to this year. And yeah, all right, won one, lost one. Could have gone better. But to be fair, we were so close on Sunday. We competed for 40 minutes and there is a lot to be excited about at the TSI World Bracknell Bees this season. Other news from the TSI World Bracknell Bees, you would have noticed on the website, bracknellbees.com, that we have these own and loan charity jerseys up for sale right now. These are one-of-a-kind jerseys. They are they're lace-fronted. Never had those before, but they are lace-fronted jerseys. They are one-of-a-kind. They have little patches on that can be customised if you buy an own and loan game-worn jersey. Those patches can be customised. And for every jersey own and loan that sells, £50 of the £150 price for the own and loan will be going to the Royal Marsden Hospital, a hospital that has done so much for young Zach, who is battling cancer. The Royal Marsden Hospital has done so much for Zach and for his family and is in desperate need of new equipment. So we have decided here at the TSI World Bracknell Bees this year, rather than doing something for a massive charity, we have decided, you know, where a donation would be lost. And I don't mean lost as in misplaced, but I just mean, you know, wouldn't be significant. We have decided this year that with these own and loan jerseys, we will support the Royal Marsden Hospital. If you would like to own and loan a jersey, 
you can drop an email right now to becky at bracknellbees.com. That's B-E-C-C-I, Becky at bracknellbees.com. And £150 will secure you an own and loan jersey. It is first come, first served. They have been on sale for a little while now. So maybe worth suggesting if I can't have player A, I'd like player B. And hopefully we can get you a jersey that you want. £150 with £100 being the own and loan and £50 going to the Royal Marston Hospital. Becky at bracknellbees.com. That is uh, the own and loan jerseys. Of course, we'd also like to uh, say uh, if you are heading to the game this weekend and you are coming from Leeds, please be aware that there is traffic information you need to know. The M4 closed this weekend, both directions between Junction 6 for Slough Windsor and Junction 5 for Langley. So if you're coming off the M25 and you are heading down from Leeds or if you are a Bees fan that lives slightly further away, Please note that the M4 is going to be closed. You will be diverted off at 5 along the A4 through Langley and through Slough and then back on at 6. So that will add extra time to your journey. Those roads are expected to be busy if you are coming to the game this weekend. Other news from around the league is that the Hull Pirates, their game this weekend, we have discussed the Hull Pirates earlier, but their game this weekend is postponed. It seems there's problems at the Hull Arena and they have taken the steps of postponing this weekend's game with uh, a further announcement to follow as to when their home schedule will recommence as well. So um, we'll be keeping an eye on that one here on the Bees Radio Network as well. But a couple of important things as well. Now, last weekend, back on Bees News, the TSI World Bracknell Bees inducted Matt Cote, a legend of the Bees, into the hive of fame. And if you haven't already seen the gallery... It is linked up on our Facebook, uh, Bees Ice Hockey, and on our Twitter, Bees Ice Hockey. And you can go there. Our fantastic photographer, Kevin Slyfield, captured the moment that Matt Cote became the second inductee of the Hive of Fame behind the man who started the Bees, the the late John Nike OBE, who was our first inductee, and quite rightly so, into the Hive of Fame. Matt Cote became the first player to be inducted And now you can vote on who should be the next player to be inducted into the Hive of Fame. The links went out on Thursday, the 26th of September, on our Facebook and on our Twitter. It will go onto our website as well. If you would like to vote, there is a survey you can do and you can suggest a player. We'll be counting up the the votes and all the responses and we will be inducting a further player into the Hive of Fame in due course. So if you think that a Bees legend should go into the Hive of Fame, now is your chance to have your say. We have the founder of the Bees, and of course the man who put the rink up as well, John Nike OBE, the first inductee, Matt Cote. You couldn't argue with him being the first of the playing inductees and the second person into the Hive of Fame. Now it's your chance to suggest who should go Next, check our Facebook, Bees Ice Hockey, and our Twitter, Bees Ice Hockey, and you can have your say on who goes into the Hive of Fame next. That'll just about wrap up our podcast for this week. As I say, we have the Basingstoke Bison on Saturday at 6.30 in Basingstoke before the Leeds Chiefs come to Bracknell on Sunday for a 5.30 face-off. You can get tickets on 01344789000 for the home game on Sunday if you'd like to book. 01344789000 if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, Bees Ice Hockey. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, 
Bees Ice Hockey. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, The Bracknell Bees. Our website, of course, where you can find loads of information, fixtures, players, news and more, bracknellbees.com. And of course, bracknellbees.com, where you can listen to Bees Radio Network, providing live coverage from the Hive this season, absolutely free. So if you are ever not able to make a game, or if you are a uh, supporter of an away team and you can't make the journey with your team, Bees Radio Network has you covered. It is and always will be absolutely free to listen to the live coverage of the games from the Hive. Uh, We do, of course, take your help and support on our Patreon. If you'd like to say thank you, there are two levels of donation on our Patreon. You can donate a dollar a month, which is just a thank you, or you can donate $6 a month. Works out to around £5 a month. Uh, That's a big thank you, and in return for that, you do get to listen to this weekly podcast as well. Normally with Graham and myself, hopefully Graham's voice will be back to normal ahead of the weekend for Bees Radio Network, but uh, he will be back on the podcast next week as well. So if you'd like to find out more, patreon.com forward slash Bees Radio Network. Keep yourself safe. Enjoy the rest of this week. We will see you either on the road on Saturday at 6.30 in Basingstoke or definitely at The Hive on Sunday at 5.30 to welcome for the first time the Leeds Chiefs. Bees Radio Network. BracknellBees.com